The American dream has become a nightmare. Signs of the time are on cardboard on corners in town. Like a cancer that's silently spreading, there's an unspoken fear. We're on our way down. We must eat America back. Main Street to Wall Street, cities and states, Washington D.C. Before it's too late, there's not long. We need leaders who lead us, not stick us and bleed us, then ransom our future and our children's. That's wrong. We must eat America back as liberty weeps. Our forefathers spin in their graves. Pray God will bless some way out of this mess. We must take America back. We are back. Second hour of the National Intel Report on this Friday. Already the 28th day of August, folks, 2020. Al in West Virginia. Hello, Al. Hello, John. I was getting my mute off, but I guess there must be a delay in my phone or something. But uh, anyhow, I was wondering if you might have heard that uh, sheriff, I believe it was in Georgia, I think, where it must have been at the uh, at the uh, Republican convention or something, where different people get up and speak about how we should have Trump back and this, that, and the other. Mm-hmm. But he was talking about how that Trump arranged to where the U.S. Marshals gave assistance and, and, and uh, of course, part of the other uh, agencies and this, that, and the other. And he was praising them how they've already located in cages and, and uh, bunkers and so forth of the uh, pedophilia with the children. Okay, Al, Al, I'm not, I'm, Al, I'm, I'm, forgive me. Maybe it's been a long week and it's, uh, I'm not tracking you. Okay, well, in other words, in other words, that they've already re, 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 uh, found at least, I think, I believe it was 5,000, they said, or 500. It was either 500 or 5,000, 500, I believe it was, just to be on the safe side. I just came in from the garage when I heard him talking. Okay, about it. all right, all right. Five hundred what? That's what I'm trying to get to, and I missed the children, connection. Children, okay. children. It was locked in cages and and uh, in bunkers. By whom? Well, by the pedophilia people that's been trafficking ki- kids. Okay, now I missed that. I, I didn't catch that last night. That that was spoken at the uh, last night of the RNC. Well, I'm assuming it was probably last night. Like I said, I caught the end of it. I, I bet you if you typed in Georgia, Georgia sheriff that <clears throat> praising uh, or whatever, you know what I mean, whatever you do on the computer there, yeah. I'd say it would come up because it was on two or three different times today. But I always wound up catching it at the end when I came inside. All right. Well, we'll keep an eye and ear open for it and see if we can track it down, Al. 
I appreciate uh, I it. I think you can. I think it was a wonderful thing to hear. And they said they're not going to quit now. We're going to, with all the help that Trump's given us, we're we're going full blast, and we're going to put a stop to all this pedophilia. Well, you know, did you did you watch any, did you watch any of Trump uh, last night at the end? I don't. I don't have TV. John. Okay. All right. Well. If you've got a computer, you could have watched it on cspan.org, but that's not... I don't have that either. Okay, well... All, right. all i got is a telephone so I can listen to you guys and... All right. And, you all right. Know. Fair, fair enough. All right, Al, I appreciate right, it. We'll, we'll keep you. We'll keep an eye open for it, okay? Uh, Georgia Sheriff slash pedophilia... 39... Put it on my screen. And in the meantime, let me go to Tom in Florida. Hello, Tom. Go ahead. Yes, good day to you, John. How are you? Uh, uh, okay. Okay, great. Uh, listen, John, uh, first off, let's talk about some what's really going to be happening here. I don't know if you saw the numbers today. Numbers uh, there's on, 8. on 4, what? There's 8, yeah, John, there's 8.4 million illegals in California. There's 5.7 million registered vote, voters, Republican registered voters in California. So if that uh, number is actually true, uh, that there you go. I mean, we got this Antifa and these BLM, but pretty soon we're going to have these Hispanics going wild because they're going to demand. And if this is the case, John, uh, oh, like I said, uh, Tom, Tom, that's you're, you're you're making an assumption there that I don't think that's going to hold too much water because. What these people, just as they never wanted to take the census because they didn't want to be identified, uh, they're not going to do something that's going to bring attention to them because they understand that, well, they might be in a sanctuary city slash state, but commit a federal crime and see what happens to you. I, I don't think well, yeah. I, I don't think it's going to be the danger that you're painting it to be. But well, not right now. Not right. Not listen, John. Not right now. But what I'm trying to get to the point, if you let me have, get a second. Is uh, right now there's I believe there's 9.3 million registered Democrats in California. There's under six million Republicans. Uh, and these these all all these future voters, well, these illegals are going to be probably Democrats, demon rats. They're going to demand and demand. And uh, John, let's look at the sports leagues right now. Okay, 74 percent of all NBA players are black. In the NFL, it's 63 percent black. Uh, baseball is like forty-eight percent black. Oh, those! Uh, and, oh, uh, whoa, whoa! Uh, I, I think those numbers are way down. The last numbers I saw in the NFL was over seventy percent. And what did you say for the NBA? I believe the NBA is like eighty. Oh, it was like seventy-eight, eighty percent. Okay, that there. that sounds it's more tough. accurate. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and and uh, well, only uh, only uh, uh, in hockey and NHL, I believe it's seven percent black. Seven percent black. I, I remember I looked at these figures like four months ago, and these are figures I'm putting out a while back. Okay. Uh, and then you got NASCAR, of course, where you have one black guy who uh, made pandemonium in NASCAR. But well, that, no, the he point I'm he, making is, he didn't he didn't do that. The press did that. Yes. Okay. You're right. But he was the one. Okay. You're right. Yeah. But everybody on their garage door had a noose on it, Mike. Yeah. Uh, John. Yeah. Okay. So the point I'm making is. Uh, you got this LeBron James thinks who, who he's on Michael Jordan, which he ain't. Thinks he's the greatest thing to ever walk. Okay, he's six foot nine, whatever. He's a goofball. He don't know nothing about politics, but he he wants to throw his BLM up in our face. This guy's getting paid by the majority of people who go to the NBA games are like ninety percent white. So this guy became a filthy millionaire off of white 
dodo birds going to these games doesn't mean nothing to their lives. A lot of them games are fixed, if you ask me. Well, okay. And I'll tell you what. Yeah, okay. I, it's my opinion, John. I mean, you know, everybody has an opinion. I think yeah. that a lot of these games are rigged. Yeah. That's what I think. And I think that uh, LeBron James needs to shut his mouth and just make the money he's making off Whitey and don't worry about his politics. Okay, because okay, politics okay. I, I, I need you to stop here, Tom. Stop with the Whitey and the stuff like, come on, man. Come on. Well, you sound like Joe Biden. <laughs> Listen, John. I sound like uh, Joe you, Biden now? Well, you're saying, come on, man, because I'm just telling you, John, uh, LeBron James is out there spewing all this hatred toward no, me. No, you're, 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 you're look, I, look, I pointed something out, and then you wanted to go the Joe Biden way and thought better of it and stopped yourself. The only thing I'm saying is stop using the racial terms, the whitey or whatever. It doesn't help. It does not help okay, John, anything. What about LeBron James, though, John? Doesn't what a, he talk what about him? Like, oh, I've guy? seen Charles Barkley, which was a basketball player that once considered running for president. Now, he finally realized, I don't think I'm smart enough for that job, and he backed off. Yeah, and I, I, I like Barkley. I think Barkley's excellent. I okay, think so he's your kind of, of black points. there. I, okay, but you see no, my I, point here. I didn't here. say that, John. I said he makes a lot of great points. Not, I don't agree with him on everything, but I agree that he says, you know, he says uh, the looting and rioting needs to stop. I, I know you agree with that. I'm just saying, I think, you know, a lot of these guys are like, you know, this is so much hate being perpetrated by these athletes that it's off the charts, and they need to stop and worry about with their game and stop worrying about politics because they're not politicians. And they don't, half of them don't know what they're talking about. Well, and I didn't you agree, agree with that, John. I didn't agree with, uh, who, what's the team in Minnesota or that was in the playoffs that decided not to play? You know, and basically. Tim, I, I don't know. I, I don't follow the NBA, so I don't know who's in the playoffs now. But there were teams, including the Dallas Mavericks, that decided to take a day off uh, to right. demonstrate that they're concerned about this racial stuff. And they're not even waiting until all the facts come in. Look, play your well, baseball yeah, games. Cuban, play your baseball games. Play your basketball games. Play your football games coming up. This is your livelihood. You're trying to get political based on information that's being spoon-fed to you, and it's all backfiring on you. So before you chase the fans out of the stands, which COVID-19 already has, let's wait till the dust settles so we know really what's going on. This is what I'm talking about knee-jerking, Mark. This is why I'm, no, no, John, I agree with you. I agree with you, John. But you know, Jim Brown loves Donald Trump, and uh, uh, they call him Uncle Tom. Uh, Jim Brown's Uncle Tom, Mike Tyson, all these uh, okay. uh, uh, all right. Herschel all right. Walker, they're all, all considered right. Uncle yeah. Tom's, John, yeah. and I don't like that. Well, I think you understand that. So Yeah. All right. That's well, all Tom, I got to say. All right. Thank you for your call. You know, sometimes i got to rein Tom in a little bit. He just gets all cranked up and, you know. Um, by the way, uh, to... The 500 or 5,000 here, well, here's an actual news report from Georgia, Fox 5, on Operation Not Forgotten. This has to do with children missing in Georgia. Hawkin Lake, the team Arizona knows and trusts. Smart, connected, real. Right. Together longer than any other local news team. Yeah. For a newscast that's Arizona well, strong, let them, let them give them their plug here. On Fox 10 News. Says to a rescue mission performed during a missing child operation in Georgia. It's a look behind the scenes like you've never seen before. 
Good evening. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm Tom Haynes. I'm Courtney Bryant. 39 children are now safe tonight after an extensive operation by the U.S. Marshals Service. Authorities identified 15 of the children as victims of sex trafficking. Operation Not Forgotten focused on locating and rescuing endangered missing children in Metro Atlanta and Macon earlier this month. Fox 5 cameras were on the ground with marshals for two days as they carried out this critical mission. As Fox 5's Claire Sims reports, it also resulted in the arrests of several adults. According to the U.S. Marshal Service, right now there are more than 400,000 missing children across the United States. And of those, more than 90% are runaways believed to be in danger. Um, he does come to this location, his friend and his friend's mother um, lives here. Our cameras had unprecedented access this month as U.S. Marshals tracked down dozens of missing and endangered children in North Georgia in Operation Not Forgotten. Just be very careful. This is a relatively new mission for the Marshals Service after the Justice for Victims of Trafficking Act in 2015 gave them the authority to help federal, state, and local law enforcement recover missing children. We're really good at what we do. We're, um, you know, they've, they've called us manhunters. Well, we're not just manhunters anymore. We also um, help save and rescue children as well. All right, but I'm going to help you up, okay? the course of the two-week effort, Marshals rescued 26 children and safely located 13 more, ranging from 17 years old to as young as three. Director of the U.S. Marshals Service Donald Washington says this is a priority for them. I have children. I'm sure many of you do as well. Uh, these are not my kids, right? And these are not your kids, but actually they are our kids when it's all said and done. Enforcement arrested nine adults as part of the operation, including two in Newton County. Trevante Sharif, who was charged with interference of child custody, and Kirk Waters, who was arrested while in the company of a missing child. According to the Marshal Service, they identified 15 of those missing children as victims of sex trafficking. And working with the Georgia Attorney General's Office and Children's Health Care of Atlanta, law enforcement helped get those children into rehabilitation programs. Our goal is to recover children that are in an um, unhealthy situation and get them a better, get them a better future, and, and that's the best we can do. That's all we can hope for. Director Washington says he wants missing children and their families to know that they will never stop looking for them. In Atlanta, Claire Sims, Fox 5 News. All right. Uh, point of clarification here. It was the Milwaukee Bucks are the ones that called for the boycotting. And I think, Mike, they were playing the Dallas Mavericks. But basketball playoffs are on again tonight. I, I don't see these political pauses of doing anybody any good. Just get it done and get it over with. Unless you enjoy playing basketball in front of cardboard cutouts. Any excuse here? Minneapolis rioters loot stores in response to a black man shooting himself? That's what happened. Rioters in Minneapolis looted stores in response to a black man shooting himself in the head in an incident that had nothing whatsoever to do with police brutality. Almost as if people who attach themselves to Black Lives Matter 
have nothing to do with seeking justice and everything to do with wanton opportunistic criminality. Minneapolis Police Chief Madiria Arredondo dispelled rumors on social media about the death of the unidentified black man suspected in a Wednesday afternoon homicide who later fatally shot himself on the Nicollet Mall as officers approached. This is reported by CBS News, Minnesota. The incident, which was captured on city surveillance video and released by police within 90 minutes, nonetheless sparked protest and looting in the heart of downtown. The video of the suicide clearly shows the African-American male shoot himself in the head immediately after the shooting. Officers rush over to perform CPR in an effort to save the man's life. However, given that any death of a black person, whether justified or not, is now immediately seized upon as an excuse for looting, violence, and mayhem. BLM supporters in Minneapolis didn't seem to care about what really happened and began rioting anyway. So, fireworks and bottles were thrown, while gunshots were also heard before the mob began breaking windows, setting fires to businesses, and attempting to loot Target and several other stores. IDS Center, Nordstrom Rack, Foot Locker, Haskell's Wine and Spirits, Brit's Pub, The news, uh, the Newsroom, Devil's Advocate, Walgreens, CVS, Enterprise Rent-A-Car, Ruth Chris Steakhouse, Dahl Medical Supply, and Caribou Coffee were all targeted by the mob. The National Guard subsequently had to be called out to restore order. Well... Doesn't seem to be a whole lot of fire at the source of the smoke, now does it? And again, this this is why I'm saying, folks, let's proceed carefully. Let's not run, rush headlong into stuff. Let them keep screwing up and making the mistakes. We'll just keep correcting them. That's what we can do right now. Now, also, what was not covered by the media, protesters broke the jaw of a 71-year-old man, Kenosha man, trying to fend off vandals. Well, evidently, he wasn't doing it with a gun, so they broke the guy's jaw. Violent looters in Kenosha brutally attacked a 71-year-old man who was recovering from a double-bypass surgery and was trying to stop the mob from vandalizing and stealing from buildings during Monday night's protest. Someone threw a plastic bottle filled with concrete at the man, causing him to fall to the ground and break his jaw. He'll have to go uh, undergo surgery to fix all that. According to the owner of the mattress store that was set on fire and destroyed, someone pulled a gun on the senior as he tried to defend the building by spraying the looters in the face with a fire extinguisher so they would have to remove their mask and could be identified. Demonstrators in Kenosha brutally attacked the 71-year-old man who was defending buildings from vandals and looters during Monday night's protest. Throwing a plastic bottle, as I said, filled with concrete, causing him to fall to the ground and break his jaw in two places. Robert Cobb, 71, took to the streets to defend businesses after seeing footage of lawless protesters shamelessly setting buildings on fire. More on this when we get back from break. 800-313-9443. We'll be right back. 
Hey gang, Patrick Slattery here with an important message that is pertinent to anyone who shops for groceries, eats food, or just has an inquisitive mind like myself. What I'm about to introduce you to is a segment of our food culture that has been kept so low profile to the American public that virtually no one is aware of how dominant it is on our refrigerator and cupboard shelves. What I'm talking about is the kosher certification industry and the new app, Koshertified, that delivers a comprehensive education on all aspects regarding this little-known practice. After reviewing this app, I found that it is useful for practically anyone who purchases food, regardless of their religious faith or identity. Its database of products not kosher certified is a win-win convenience for all food-conscious people. So why not check out the kosherquestion.com or click on the link at nationalbugle.com and see how modifying your grocery shopping with the Koshertified app can make a huge difference for your future. Folks, we're living in a world the likes of which we've never perceived any clearer than we do now. The plan for global governance has been in the works for generations and would have likely been achieved by now, but for the fact that the globalists left open their Achilles heel. With all their tools, Federal Reserve System, fiat currency, no child left behind, and then common core education introduced to our schools to dumb us down, vaccines, pharmaceuticals to lobotomize us, GMO foods, insertion of compromised or bought and paid for politicians, judges, mainstream media propaganda, all pieced together like a puzzle designed to ultimately bring the world under submission. But with all their strategy, they forgot one thing, knowledge. And knowledge is power. With knowledge, their bombardment is nullified. Folks, with that, as brilliant and knowledgeable as you've become, among the wisest audience of any radio audience in the world, and you are, I want you to take a moment to reflect and ask yourself, how much of that knowledge did I obtain from Republic Broadcasting Network? How high has my consciousness been raised since I've been a listener? How fast am I now able to discriminate truth from fake news by being a Republic Broadcasting listener? How clear am I now able to see the world since I've been listening to RBN? Ask yourselves those questions, folks. Then ask yourself, what is that knowledge worth to me? Like my morning coffee, how would I survive without it? A voice of truth and a sea of lies. Do we not all need to make sure it survives? Like public broadcasting, we are now finding we can only survive with listener support. Censorship, advertisers being attacked, truth itself being attacked. It's the only way through this. We at Republic Broadcasting humbly ask you to become a supporter. Look at your budget and make a determination of what Republic Broadcasting is worth to you and what you can afford on a monthly basis. Go to republicbroadcasting.org and pledge 20, 30, 40, 50, if possible, 100 a month or more if it's affordable. Click the Donate button and become a regular monthly donor. Assure both us and yourself that Republic Broadcasting Truth will continue to flow like that morning coffee. The network thanks you. back john in michigan hello john hello john uh and uh just catching your show uh laid into it i, I heard the first part about the event last night which uh that fireworks display was so really spectacular uh it was amazing i i've not recalled seeing one so um complete as that one that was one thing when you brought that up but also i i don't know if you've had the opportunity to bring up the flag, the flag, the flags behind the uh, president. Uh, the non-fringe uh, flags, yeah. 
<laughs> you brought that up already? No, I but I, I saw it. And how many flags yeah. were how many flags were at that thing? I tried to count them. I think there were fifty. Well, uh, Democrats had nothing but gold flags behind theirs. And if you're someone in your audience doesn't understand the uh, symbolic uh, symbolism there, that's the banker flags, and that's the maritime flags, the admiralty law flags, the unconstitutional flag. Um, a friend of mine told me they use it for military, you know, uh, you know, certain situations like aerials. But that's because I don't think they're aware of the fact that uh, it's representing something yeah. more Yeah, to, to most I, people, uh, I, it was always explained to me, oh, well, that's the decorative flag. That's that's the flag for display. And it's like, no, it isn't. There's no mistakes that are made on flag heraldry. That That's important because that is the direct symbol of any one nation. There's no mistakes there. Exactly. And and my friend that I just left, he that's what he did for a living. He had a plant in Georgia, and they made flags made in America, he talked about the gold fringe, and I explained it to him, and it opened his eyes, too, that uh, every courtroom in, in our country has these gold fringe flags, and you have that gate in front of the judge, and so you're stepping on his ship, and he's the one that will tell you what's right and wrong. Captain, oh, Captain, can he perform a marriage while I'm waiting? <laughs> um, yes. It depends if it's, uh, you know... Which type of marriage you want, you know, yeah. who you're going to be marrying, yeah. or your horse or your cow. There you, you know. go. There you go. Okay, John. I appreciate it. God buddy. bless you. Thank, yeah, yeah, thank you, sir. Um, according to the Kenosha News, and this is in regards to the 71-year-old, Cobb is a member of the Danish Brotherhood Lodge and close friends of Pamela Sue Monitz, owner of the mattress shop. Two places protesters set ablaze, Cobb attempted to ward off looters and vandals by spraying them with a fire extinguisher. According to Monitz, owner of the mattress shop that protesters destroyed, someone pulled a gun on Cobb as he tried to defend the buildings. He sprayed them in the face so they had to take their mask off for identification, she said. Someone pulled a gun and another person yelled, Don't shoot this man, don't shoot this man. Well, are they going to find out who that was and give him a medal? At another point, the elderly man was attacked with a plastic bottle filled with concrete, causing him to fall to the ground in a pool of blood. I absolutely cry every time I talk about it because this man did this for me, Monet said. He did it because this is the kind of person he is. He's so giving, so selfless. He was just defending his business. That's all he was doing. They walked up. And just screwed this guy up. The woman who taped the incident said, as someone attended Cobb's injuries, I have it all on video. All of it. He didn't deserve any of it. Any of it. This is just wrong. Another woman could be heard in the background contending that protesters are just trying to protect themselves. You don't understand what terrifies these black men out here, she said. They're not making it home to their families. Understand? Respect? How about that? Now, just imagine that statement. Here, here's here's the crux of the problem that a lot of people are having a hard time. And they're assessing this correctly, but they're told, don't believe your lying eyes. You don't understand what terrifies these black men out here? What, after you attack somebody? After you loot something? After you burn something down? After you get in your face that they don't know if you're just there to spit some expletives in their face or to do them bodily harm. 
they're not making it home to their families, understand, respect. How about that? Respect. What are you, stupid? On top of being an anarchist communist? This stuff is not washing with anybody, folks. It literally isn't. According to the Kenosha News, Cobb was released from the hospital, will have to undergo surgery to put two removable plates in place and wire his jaw shut. Protests broke out in Kenosha Sunday following an officer-involved shooting of a black man, Jacob Blake, who was wanted on charges of sexual assault. And again, his mother went on CNN and apologized to Trump for it. I don't want this to be used as a symbol for the Black Lives Movement, because it ain't. According to the Wisconsin Department of Justice, a woman reported that her boyfriend was present and was not supposed to be on the, pre- uh, on the premises. Police arrived at the scene and attempted to arrest Blake, trying to use a taser to subdue him to no avail. Blake proceeded to a vehicle and opened the driver's side door as police drew their weapons. Now, per the Wisconsin Department of Justice, while holding on to Mr. Blake's shirt, Officer Rustin Shelsky fired his service weapon. Officer Shelsky fired the weapon into Mr. Blake's back. No other officer fired their weapon. Kenosha Police Department does not have body cameras, therefore officers were not wearing the body cameras. Well, that's obvious if they have them. If they don't have them, they wouldn't be wearing what they don't have. Thank you for that unnecessary sentence. Let's break. 800-313-944. Open phone Friday. We'll be back. You are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org. Is your property a financial burden and causing you grief? Have you tried to sell but can't find buyers? Or are you just too busy to sell your property? Don't worry. We have the right solution for you. We buy properties as is, with cash, close in 30 days, and pay all closing costs. Our service is ideal for property owners who are in pre-foreclosure, have high-end repair costs, experiencing financial hardship, going through costly divorces, are relocating, need cash for retirement, suffering family loss, or have tax liens. Whatever your situation may be, we can help you sell your property and get the money you need. If you own a single-family home or multiple-family units, call us for a free consultation at 888-910-1037. That's 888-910-1037. Or visit our website at cashingproperty.com. That's cashingproperty.com. Sell your property fast and leave all your worries behind. What would you say if I told you we have a new tool that will increase production and lower maintenance costs for your meat processing company, and it would pay for itself in just six weeks? When pigs fly! The new Ease-Off Model EZ4 replaces old spring-style carcass droppers and is faster, safer, and more reliable. The Ease-Off lowers or lifts 1,000 pounds to or from your rail automatically using our remote control. Sounds expensive. Can I afford it? Can you afford not to try the Ease-Off? It installs fast with just three bolts in place of your current dropper. The effortless operation will reduce fatigue and injuries, speed up your line, eliminate downtime, and increase profit. How can I order my EaseOff? Go to EaseOff.com, E-A-Z-E-O-F-F.com, and hurry, because we are offering $200 off on the new Easy 4 for a limited time. EaseOff.com. We make pigs fly. Cows, too. EaseOff, LLC. Summersville, Missouri. 417-932-6419. 
Extend your life with Extendovite, a seven-herb combination made from garlic, cayenne, bilberry, hawthorn, ginkgo biloba, valerian, and milk thistle. Each herb was chosen for their abilities to help improve irregular heartbeats, chest pain, lower cholesterol, as well as normalize blood pressure and clean and strengthen arteries, plus much, much more. Doctors have taken people off of some or all of their pills just because they believe their patients got better while taking Extendivite. Get the dependability of Extendivite. Just see how you feel in six months. A two-month supply of either capsules or liquid is only $69.95 plus shipping and handling. Call 1-877-928-8822. That's 1-877-928-8822 or visit heartdrop.com. Extend your life with Extend Athletes across U.S. sports take a stand as games are called off in solidarity with the Bucks boycott. Now, of course, this is a CNN story. <laughs> what began as the Milwaukee Bucks' decision to boycott their playoff game following the police shooting of Jacob Blake in the team's home state cascaded into a wave of similar protest across American sports scenes by Wednesday night. Soon after the Wisconsin-based team decided not to play, the NBA announced it would postpone Game 5 of three different playoff series, Bucks versus Orlando Magic, Houston Rockets versus Oklahoma, uh, and Los Angeles Lakers versus the Portland uh, Trailblazers. Within hours, three WNBA, five major uh, league soccer, and three major baseball games were called off as the athletes acted in solidarity with the Bucks players. And again, see what I'm saying about these guys knee-jerking instead of waiting for the facts to come in? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Blake, CNN reporting now, Blake, a black man, was shot in the back by police on Sunday as he tried to enter his vehicle in Kenosha, Wisconsin. His shooting became the latest incident to prompt outrage nationwide over racial injustice and police brutality. God almighty. Do you think CNN should maybe do a little background? Do you think they're going to print any retractions or any modifications? No, they're not. I'm, eh, folks, I, um, you know, did we forget about the, uh, the 60-year-old black Trump supporter that was killed execution style in Milwaukee? Did, did it, did a white Trumper kill the black guy that was voting for Donald Trump? No. Way, way, way overblown, out of control. (sighs) 
and thank you, Jeff, for this. Sent me an email and said, There is some consternation as to Rittenhouse carrying a weapon that allegedly uses a 5.56 cal bullet was, in fact, uh, the one who shot the guy in the head. According to gun people, a 5.56 cal would have blown up the target's head. But in the video of the guy that was shot, they couldn't find a bullet hole, and there wouldn't have been an exit wound if his head didn't explode. It may be that the wounded rioter was hit with a 22 cal. Now, so some are thinking there might have been somebody else that did this. Also, there is some thought that Kyle was calm and collected, as if he's done this before and had training. Well, he very well might have had training. I haven't had an opportunity to research it out, or I haven't talked to this guy. But it seemed to me like he was cool, calm, and collected, and he knew exactly what his role there was. And he even tried to run away from these people, and that's when all the mayhem really broke out. It's getting ugly out there. So here comes Nancy. Nancy Pelosi. 80 years old, don't you think it's time that you uh, that you quit? By the way, uh, these guys are all kind of sheltering in place. Charles Schumer is looking like somebody that was just released from jail. He doesn't look like a politician that's supposed to be happy delivering a positive message, because he's not. These people don't know where to turn. They, as As politicians, when the politicians forget how to put something together to get their guys elected, you know they've really lost. Speaker Pelosi. This was on C-SPAN, ladies and gentlemen. Since you asked about that, I myself, just don't tell anybody I told you this, especially don't tell Joe Biden, I don't think that there should be any debates. I do not think that the President of the United States has comported himself in a way that anybody has any association with truth, evidence, data, and facts. I I wouldn't legitimize a conversation with him, nor a debate in terms of the presidency of the United States. Now, I know that the Biden campaign thinks in a different way about this, but I just... I thought what he did in the uh, 2016 was disgraceful, stalking Hillary Clinton like that. I was disappointed that the press didn't say, go back to your station. You're not here. You don't own this stage. You you have your own podium. She has hers. So I, I think that he'll probably act in a way that is beneath the dignity of the presidency. He does that every day. Uh, but I think he will also belittle what the debates are supposed to be about. And they're not to be about uh, the skullduggery on the part of somebody who has no um, respect for the office he holds, uh, much less the democratic process. Why else would he try to undermine the elections in the manner in which he is doing? So if Joe Biden asked you what I thought about it, I don't think that he should dignify that conversation. With Donald Trump, you could have you ask them any questions, both of them, just take their own stage, 
for any number of deba- uh, conversations about any subjects. Hold them accountable. What are they proposing? What is their vision? What is their knowledge? How are we going to get it done? How do they connect with the American people? Let that be a conversation with the American people, not uh, a, an exercise in skullduggery. Oh, Thank so you I, I see presidential debates are just skullduggerous. Do you believe this, folks? Now, do you think creepy Joe that's been hiding out in his basement, that's been protected all this time, do you think there's a real reason why he doesn't want to get on the debate stage? Do you think Joe Biden would be scared that Trump would be walking around the stage stalking him? She made it sound like Donald Trump was an inch away from doing something very bad to Hillary Clinton. I wouldn't even... If I was Joe Biden, I wouldn't even dignify this. So we're, we're going to put out another political ad. That's what they're saying here. We, we want the presidential debates basically meh, to be just nothing more than political ad. J.R. in Georgia. Hello, J.R. Good evening, John. Hi. I would imagine that we're probably pretty close to the same age. I'm pushing 60. And I did not attend school with blacks until about the fifth or sixth grade. And I remember as a child on a black and white TV seeing true oppression. Dogs and water hoses. Mm-hmm. I saw it on Communist Comrade Cronkite's show every evening. This is not a grassroots development. This is a top-down development. That's quite evident by the number of white kids you see involved in these riots, protests, however you wish to identify it. The mainstream media is a part of this. They're only showing certain excerpts video the one thing that's common in a couple of incidents that have been captured on video is you've got males who have been arrested and convicted and on probation or else have warrants for their arrest and the most common thread we see by the video that we are available to see is a resist. I had my troubles with the law in my days as a younger man when I was full of piss and vinegar. I never resisted. And I went up against some, you know, some redneck boys here in Georgia. But this has failed to be mentioned at, with anybody of any journalistic journalistic integrity that these individuals are choosing not not to follow instructions from the cops and as my wife and I have discussed there is a culture within the black community among certain youth because the lack of leadership in their life a lack of male presence in their life that has told them and advised them, shut your mouth, 
it's not on the sidewalk where you make your argument. It's in the courtroom. And this is precisely why we have these type of incidents happening because they disregard any instruction from a law enforcement officer. Well, in, in, the, gonna, yeah, in, in the case of Jacob Blake, the background was not given, and this is why we're having boycotting and games suspended and all the uproar and fueling more of it, is because it's being misreported. I would lay part of the blame as being misreported without the background on it. Why were the cops there? Why did they show up in the first place? They were called. They yes, were sir. called. This guy had an outstanding felony warrant on him. The cops tried to arrest him, tried to use a taser on him. That didn't work. When that didn't work, this guy, as you said, defied lawful orders. Hey, hold it right there. <laughs> hold it right there. Well, he didn't. He actually opened up the door to the car that he took without permission. I would call that grand theft auto, but I'll leave it up to other people to decide that. But he was reaching for a knife inside the car. That's why the cop shot him. So, you know, I look. It, I, I agree with you. There's no guidance for these these children that have now become madcap. Uh, before even say the age of eighteen, they've become uh, children doing adult things. But they're being told that don't worry, nothing will happen to you. Nothing is well, going to happen. To make one, well, just to make one point last, and I will get off because I know you got other callers. Yeah. But there was a shooting in Pennsylvania. I believe that was the state where cops were called to a robbery in progress at a home. The dash cam shows them rolling up onto the scene, approaching the rear of the vehicle. It's almost dark. There's two males coming out of a house or whatever it is. You can see one clearly entering the vehicle on the passenger side, and there's another male in front of the vehicle walking to the driver's side of the door, and he immediately opens fire before the officers even have a chance to even acquire their weapons. That's why these police officers are as fidgety as they are. Yeah. No, they I... want to go home. Yeah, I, I agree with that. and But I also, I, must, I also must state that way before any of this was going on, police were being criticized by yours truly as well. With a lot of incidents, the cops involving the citizenry, that they were not using the best judgment, they were going over the top, they're constantly being reinforced with your number one duty is not performing your job as a police officer. Your number one duty is to make it home at night so you can collect that paycheck. That's the wrong approach to this. Now, I, I, th I, I think, Jr. I've been fair about this. I've not been overcritical of the police. When they deserve to be ridiculed for their actions, I will certainly do it. But I'm not one of these guys who are running around going, okay, well, we need to just get rid of all the police. No, 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 no. This, this has a time and a place for this discussion. But these cops, as you said, being fidgety, yeah, they are. And I agree with your statements you've made about we've got so many of these guys who are ex-military. They've, they've been in a theater, which has caused them emotional distress that we will never understand. 
Well, and that's why a lot of cops are quitting right now. They're, they're walking away from police forces because they don't want to be in that position anymore. They do not want to be there because they're not getting support from their local, the city, county, or state. And they've had it. Why should they be cannon fodder? Why should they be out there being injured, shot, and killed when they don't have to be? They can walk away. And uh, some of them are. A lot of them are not. But I think this is going to redefine what the police and what their policies are toward the public. There's some good that's going to come out of this. As long as good men and women pursue it and make it happen. Jr. I've got to let you go. Thank you. Mark in Florida. Hello, Mark. Hey, John, thanks for letting me in. Uh, I kind of want to uh, trail off of the, the last couple of callers. Because mm-hmm. the police and, the, and I think it's, it's the courts that are the problem and the attorneys. There's a gentleman in Tennessee, and this story is covered at TN, the letter T, the letter N, traffickticket.us. Name's James. He was uh, uh, almost sideswiped by a couple of teenagers that were in a car, whether they stole or not, I don't not know. And uh, then they proceeded to crash into a building, so he calls 911. Well, while he's on the phone with 911, the police finally get there, and the girls had called 911 also and claimed that he brandished the gun, which they did find a gun in his trunk locked away. But they proceeded to charge him, and he called 911 on these girls that crashed the car, they're charging him with criminal uh, violations. And the prosecutors and the judges won't let him go. And he is actually arrested by the police at the scene. So it's like uh, Pablo's dog. If the light goes on and the bell rings, uh, we just stand there and shake because we don't know whether to call 911 or to just close, turn and walk away while crimes are being committed. Um, yeah. Well, and and, you know, and and look, Mark, I had never reported this, but several years ago, this, this has been, oh gosh, this has got to be nine, ten years ago. I was on my Harley, riding down the street. I was in the right lane. This car ahead of me was in the left lane. And we're coming up on a traffic light, and there goes a bag of garbage out the passenger window right in front of me. Uh, we catch both catch a light, and I looked at this girl on the passenger side. I said, you know, I said, your trash almost hit me. And she started going off on me. Now, we're at this stoplight. She decides she's going to get out of the car and kicks my motorcycle, and me and the bike go over. Now, the driver of the car, they were both black. The driver of the car just sat there, didn't say anything. This girl after knocking me and the bike over, decides she wants to go after me. Well, I got I got away from the bike, grabbed a hold of her, the car door goes shut, we're both down on the outside, and she is continuing, and I'm telling her to stop. She's already assaulted me, already done damage to my motorcycle, and I've got her pinned against the door and the ground, and I am telling her to stop. She doesn't look like she's going to stop, so I'm... I'm ready to defend myself. The damage has already been done. She's now going after me. I did not hit the woman. She finally realized that I'm in an untenable situation. And she goes limp, and I let her up. She gets in the car. 
and I've got a guy and his wife in a pickup truck looking at me and going, do you want me to stick around as a witness to this? I said, I don't think they'll be calling the police. Now, that happened almost 10 years ago. I never reported it. But this is the... This this is the uncivil the uncivilness from the people that don't plan on being civil to anybody. That it's it's okay to throw trash out. It's okay to get out of my car and go after this person and damage them and their motorcycle. It's okay. There's nothing wrong here. I, I'm tired of it. I, I I'm sick and tired of the culturally deficient getting in my way and enjoyment of life of everybody's lives. I'm tired of it. Well, I agree with you, but. but... But what I'm pointing out is, what do you? Am I taking a risk if I dial 911 when I see a a, a wrong or a robbery or? No, you you, know, you shouldn't be. What what do we? Exactly, but this man in Tennessee, and he can't afford four hundred dollars an hour for some shyster to uh, yeah. to get him to a plea yeah. deal. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's just a tough choice, but uh, I I don't know the solution, John, except that I wish the sheriffs. Instead of having a municipal police force, which I'm opposed to, have the sheriff deputize willing and able men, just like a volunteer fire department, have the people participate in the policing of their communities instead of having a professional force that's just out to make money for the courts. Yeah, no, 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 I I got you there, Mark. I I, I got you. Look, I'm not for the private... And this is why I came up with the term, the corporate keystone call for cops, just what you alluded to. And here's the beauty of having the county sheriff and deputies patrolling in the county, in the cities, whatever the case may be. You want a standard? You want a standard policy? How about the Constitution of the United States? How's that for a standard And if the man is not doing his job according to law, he was voted in, he can be taken out of office. But this is the standard of which I speak that would apply to every cop in every state and every borough, every city, every township, any nook and cranny of the United States. We have constitutional law enforcement that is accountable to the people. Let's have that as a basis for moving forward. Because to try to fix this hornet's nest with all the PDs and the different policies and all the different mandates and the dictates coming from this city councilman or the town council or the county council or wherever, we've got to have a standard for law enforcement across the board. What I don't like is the militarization of the police. I don't like the attitude. But being out there, and I can understand it, being out there in the face of this stuff, they're probably thankful that they've got a more militant attitude, that they're in a war zone. This is not a war zone. This is not a war zone. This is not a declared war. Peter in L.A. Go ahead, Pete. Yeah, hi, John. Uh, I, I, I just have a, a couple things I wanted to get off my uh, off of my mind here. Well, first, let me start out with the debates really quickly. The, uh, they're not going to debate. I just yeah, they, yeah, they are. That my yeah, yeah, they yeah, they, they agreed will. the three. Uh, I just bet ten bucks with my sister that they wouldn't. Although they agreed to three, but I uh, again, you know, Pelosi is saying no, and uh, Tucker Frederickson, uh, Tucker Carlson, and uh, 
and uh, Laura Ingram uh, came out and said they don't agree. There's, they're trying to get out of the base, and it probably won't happen. The Democrats don't want let poor old Joe out of his basement, yeah. where he didn't even make it from the convention, and uh, uh, and uh, you know he'd be a disaster. If, and they're trying to weasel out of it. So that's my bet. Uh, Ten bucks with my sister. There aren't going to be any debates, and Pelosi's just starting it. Second thing is uh, the, the games, the NBA games, and. And so on. When I go to the bank, you know, I'm a, I've been a Clipper season ticket holder in Los Angeles since 1987, mm-hmm. and they're expensive. They're a couple, you know, five grand a year or something. Wow. And and uh, so I'm an invested, you know, a sports fan here. Okay. And and uh, 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 when when I go to the bank. I don't want to see people wearing political statements, things, Trump sucks or whatever it might be. You know, Trump's great, love George, so whatever. I, I don't go there to the bank to see that. When I when I when I go to any business, I go to McDonald's. I don't want to see that. And you know, when I pay big money for these tickets, I don't want to see things. Uh, I don't want to see these entitled. Yeah, okay, but but Pete, uh, but hold on, oh, Pete, hold on here a second. You're conflating with going to a Clippers game as to going to a bank uh, and somebody wearing uh, socks for Donald Trump. Look, you're paying to go to these games, $5,000 a year. I'm glad you're able to cover the ticket price, but, you know, going to a bank, that's not a paid-for event. That's open to the public. And for you to say whether they got a Joe Biden, you know, what? what's next? Do we tell people not to have bumper stickers for Joe Biden or Donald Trump? And That's... It's not an argument in my books, my friend. Well, I'll tell you, I've been an HR director for three Fortune 500 companies. Yeah. And you cannot wear, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a violation of policy in every one of those Why? Companies. Why has it become a violation of policy to be for your political candidate? Yeah, well, but, you're, but, but it is. Well, it, you, you know, and you know, human resources guys working for the corporations see it that way, up to and including firing somebody for letting their political beliefs be known. You know, Pete, I wish I had more time, man, because I would love to have further conversation with you, but unfortunately, we're out of time. I want to thank you all for being here today. Back with you Monday with another edition of the National Intel Report. Five grand for tickets? Whoa. Wow. Wished I had that kind of money. Thanks for being here, folks. Extend your life with Extendivite really works. Here are some reviews from Amazon.com. Amazon customer, five out of five stars. I'm quite happy about it. This product has relieved what appears to be an angina problem, pain in the chest after climbing stairs, and short on breath. I'm quite happy about it. Dr. Sam Surreal. Good product and ingredients. Kept my blood pressure normal after mild heart attack in 2015. Switched to plant-based diet also to reverse atherosclerosis. John Bispico's. Five out of five stars. Built up my immune system. To order, call 1-877-928-8822. That's 1-877-928-8822. Or visit our website at heartdrop.com. Extend your life with ExtendoVite. This is RBN, the Republic Broadcasting Network.